Monday, July 25th, 2022. Holy Commutes is the only daily morning podcast dedicated to all things Wolf Law. I'm Paul Cook, joined by my brother Tim for our fourth and final Monday edition of the 12th season of Holy Commutes. Um, one week from today, uh, team registration for the 2022 United Wolf Law National Championship Tournament will begin, um, which will kind of kick us into... Uh, you know, high gears. We get into the as we get into the uh, last of the summer months, where a lot of you know league uh, playoffs happen, a lot of uh, big, big you know national tournaments or regional tournaments happen, and then we get into October, where uh, of course we've got the uh, the third annual UW NCT. So we we'll spent a little time just talking about that today. It's, it should be another you know exciting, good tournament. Um, and uh, you know the, the the big thing, the big addition for this year being the uh, eligibility requirements. Um, which, you know, will be at the forefront next Monday. It's like one thing I can say, you know, Tim, I think we can say is that uh, there are well more than 40 teams that have established themselves that have interest uh, in this tournament and then, you know, then several others that are trying to scramble to, you know, to do that. Um, you know, so it, it, it most likely, just based on the patterns of the last few years, will not be an instant sellout, but we do expect 40 teams pretty easily. Yeah, we've got we've got a lot of interest, and we got a lot of interesting teams from you know from all over the country, you know, looking to either come back or you know come out for the first time. Yeah, and, and I think um, I think those demographics are kind of interesting to me. And again, you know, we can get into specifics after registration's done, but just kind of like from looking through, I think sort of the um, I think your initial reaction to okay, if we're you know introducing eligibility requirements is was that it's going to you know sort of cut certain people off um i don't think that's been the case and i don't think we necessarily anticipated that when we thought it through we thought this would open it up actually more you know it was you know it's more closed when you just have the same group of guys that just switch teams every year or you know switch teams you know quite frequently and they're at the nct because it's like well how do i even get my foot in the door how do i how do i find one of these teams how to reach out to them now it's kind of put on the even, you know, footing. You know, if anything, there's maybe a few teams that were sort of in that vein, or some players that have been in that vein of, you know, just okay, well, the NCT exists on its own. I'll just find some teams, and you know, these guys, you know, they still play a lot or whatever, but you know, maybe having trouble finding, you know, that it's it's kind of like a new thing for them. But like otherwise, you know, there's going to be some new teams, um, you know, at this tournament that haven't played before, um, you know, in. You know, just I think the eligibility thing kind of opened up their their eyes to it. Okay, that you know, 
this is a um, this is something I can do. And by having the diverse uh, you know group of eligible tournaments leagues, you know that also I think you know helps play a background into you know getting getting as diverse of a group as possible out there in terms of you know new players, uh, older players, returning players, different style you know players. There's there's just a whole lot going on. Yeah, no, agreed. And um, um, I think it's just been interesting the way this all, you know, sort of, uh, you know, came about. You know, last year was more sort of, okay, we'll let everyone have their, basically let everyone have their cake and eat it too. If you, you know, if you want to play all season as your team, cool. You know, here we're going to give you an advantage for it. If you don't, that's fine. You can still get in. Um, you know, what ends up happening is, you know, that second group, you know, or some, you know, vocal minority in the second group, you know, it was more, um saw that advantage is unfair so we kind of went back to just okay everyone starts at the same thing but everyone's got to do this um you know i think it's just a first step and probably other you know steps um and i I think the big takeaway is yeah we're looking at 40 plus teams that are interested into this you know if the demand wasn't there you know you maybe go in another direction but the demand continues to be there i think this this is a good thing for the game it 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 definitely is and i mean you know when we when we get to a place where you know you have to turn teams away and you know we we, we're getting there yeah we we, you never want that but the you know the fairest way you know from just a historical standpoint and just just from a strictly fair point of view is eligibility if you are able to qualify and i think we'll see that you know, next year, especially if we, you know, do have to turn teams away this year, we're always looking, you know, we're not looking at the next year or two. We're looking five, you know, 10 years down the road. And, um, you yeah. know, that's, that, that's just important. Yep. No, it, it, it's a good thing. And it's, it, it's, yeah, I, mean, I, I think it's on, on, um, undeniably a good thing that, you know, the game is in the place where it is now where you can have, you know, 40 teams that all of them play together at least as a three-man core at least one other time during the season. For a lot of teams, it's, you know, that's the other thing, too. There's only been a few teams um, that have kind of, you know, had to or will have to try to put, you know, try to, like, you know, kind of scramble for. For everyone else, it's kind of just, you know, it's kind of just their normal teams. I mean, the amount of feedback we got last year from, you know, players that, you know, in MAW and stuff and being like, Oh yeah, the way the juggernauts did it, like that—that's the way I want to do it. I want to play with my same my guys, and I want to play with them all season, and I really want to do it. Like we got a lot of feedback in that direction, and you know that's the healthiest way to to grow the game is to have, you know, your team playing all summer long. You know, it, 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 it you know, wiffle ball is the you know is the plastic equivalent of baseball, and baseball would be. It wouldn't be like it is if it didn't have those six months of regular season play yep. over 162 games. Yeah, and Wolf Ball obviously is in baseball, so it's always, you know, no one's suggesting, just like no one's, you know, suggested at any time, no one's trying to, no one in United Wiffle Ball is trying to, you know, tell you who to who to play with or, you know, trying to put you through, okay, you've got to play all six months with this team, you know, um, you know, regardless of where it ends up in the future. And, you know, we don't, you know, we, 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 we don't know that uh, at this point. You know, I think there will always be that, there won't be that rigidity, that, that rigidness of, you know, of baseball or any other sort of real thing. But yeah, it, it always is, you know, I, I, don't, I don't see any harm to, you know, uh, having these full season teams. And again, as a guy, as a, you know, who loves 
as a fan of the game as much as anything, it's nice to yeah, be able to say, okay, this is an actual, you know, be able to follow what this team won this during the season, this team won this during the season, this team won this during the season. Um, you know, it, 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 it's a cool thing. And, you know, again, just to go back to the beginning, the big thing is like, it, it hasn't even been an issue. Uh, you know, the, the, this, this tournament will fill up one way or another. Um, again, probably not instantly, but, you know, but probably not too far after that. So that's really, really exciting. Um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, there's some stuff out there, you know, about it now. Well, you know, we don't want to put the cart before the horse, but, uh, you know, this, this, this looks like the year that maybe the, uh, NCT is going to, you know, move from a national tournament to have a little bit of an international flavor. You know, we're really, really excited about that. That's something, you know, Tim, I know you've been focused on for years and years now. And it's kind of exciting that it looks like it's pretty close to happening. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you didn't, if you didn't just literally bring that up, I was going to say, you know, we're about two and a half months away. You know, I, is there one thing right now that, you know, really excites you about this year's tournament? And I, I was assuming that we were both going to have that same answer. And, yeah, th- that answer, again, yeah, until until they're registered and, you know, everything's, you know, finalized. Uh, you know, I again, yeah, I don't want to put the carpet before uh, the, horse. the horse. But, yeah, the Wiffle Tiger's coming over from Japan, you know, changing this from a national championship into a world championship is just amazing. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, been working with those guys. I mean, you were the one who, you know, really got in touch with them first in 2018. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, been working with them to, you know, not only see them improve, you know, over these last couple of years, and you know, if there was, if if Japan didn't have their strict COVID stuff, right. you know, they wouldn't have been here in twenty because that would have just been that wasn't going to be. But they probably would have been here last it's, year. I, I think so. Yeah. Um. So to have them coming over, uh, you know, that's that's really exciting, and it's you know, it's something that's never happened uh, before. Yeah, no, it, 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 we're, I, like, we're, we're all very, very excited about that. And then I guess the other thing to answer your question that you never asked, the other thing I'm pretty excited for for this year, speaking of stuff that hasn't happened, is the MLW uh, U17 tournament. This, so like in at least, I think probably all three years, 95, 96, and 97, the North American Championships, which was the big fast pitch, you know, big barrel championships for that period uh, in Cincinnati, they did have um, – you know, they had a super major division, a major division, and a, a youth division. But at least the way the youth division was kind of, you know, um, branding about in there, you know, their promotional stuff pre and post hand, it wasn't really a national championship tour, right? It's more sort of like a local thing. So this will be the first time we have like an actual youth event, a youth national championship tournament um, running right alongside the main the main event. Um, you know, that, that should be a really, really fun one. I think it'll be a great experience for not just the – younger kids participating in it um but also for the you know quote-unquote adult teams um uh you know to be able to play side by side like that and follow about both of that and we'll have you know we'll have the we'll have the uh the, you know single elimination rounds for both teams on for both you know divisions on sunday and you'll get to see you'll get to see the future and the presence of wiffle ball that you know when we when united wiffle started you know we we'd use that that tagline you know um celebrating the past present and future um, and like at that time, who we're looking at, I think as the future is, you know, guys were really the present. It was really sort of your Ridley yeah. Park guys. They they were already good players, but you know, unfortunately, 
Um, they weren't, you know, part of the, the uh, prior NCTs, you know, it seems like that. Now we really are looking at the real future, and that's, you know, that's incredibly exciting. Yeah, and I, again, you know, for the game to, you know, continue to be healthy, be at its healthiest, and, you know, continue to expand and grow, you know, that the next generation, and, you know, like, the next generation isn't just, like, the next five years. It's, like, the next generation is every you know, two yeah. years yeah. and, you know, continuing to, you know, try to make inroads there. And we have a, you know, a great partner in MLW, you know, they, yeah. they, they're already, you know, doing, they've already done, you know, so, so much and, you know, they're just going to help make this under 17 tournament, you know, a, you know, something that is something that will fit right alongside the national tournament yeah i think they complement each other perfectly um and you know uh and, and and i think it's i think it's a perfect right time for like i know you know even like in our own internal discussions you know of the uw group um you know there was a, okay well why don't you know why can't you know these kids just play with in in the um you know in the main tournament and you know the simple answer is they can if there's any you know there's no yeah. age limit for the main tournament if if anyone wants to they can but you know the reason is when you and I and I I think maybe people don't appreciate this if they haven't like been trying out there trying to recruit teams and stuff for like you know regular summer tournaments is that with MLW's you know success and with them running the youth divisions you know that that's that's what these that's what these um, people, you know, under 18 expect now, they expect, or under 16, they expect to be playing, you know, against players their age. I and mean, I, I can't tell you the amount of kids <laughs> that have, yeah, that have reached out to us, like on Instagram, usually Instagram, I guess. Or, or through parents on, you know, yeah, on email. Facebook or something, or email, yeah, saying, you know, um, you know, for MAW tournaments, you know, do you have any under 16 tournament, you know, and at least for this year, but it's to the point where it's something where we're actually going to have to sit down and think about for next year about, you know, strategically trying to do one or two, you know, we've had to say no. And, you know, and you, and you explain, well, you know, all of us came up playing as, you know, 13 year olds. I mean, and you did it to him playing against, you know, 30 year olds and 40 year olds, you know, and, you know, that's fine. That's how you learn, but that's, that's not what they're used to. So, you know, you, you have to adjust to the times. And I think, uh, you know, that's what we're doing with this. And then the fact that, yeah, we're going to be able to get 40 teams without, those kids in there and we're going to be able to fill up this MLW Invitational, you know, just shows you that the demand is there and that's why it's the right time for it. Yeah. And, and couldn't be more excited for that. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, it'll definitely be a, you know, exciting few, you know, muscles to come down the stretch. And again, like I said, the, I think it'll be more exciting than uh, any time in the last, you know, three years and certainly any time, you know, of the last 10 years or so of as we come down the stretch here of the regular season, you're going to be seeing a lot of teams participating in stuff and winning stuff um, that are going to be participating in the NCT. We've already had it with circle city yep. winning the NWLA tournament. And that's really exciting to have, you know, the champion of that tournament there this year. We have not had that um, the prior two years. Um, and that's a real, that's a team to look out for. I mean, Reed Warner was at the uh, NCT last year Um but he was just kind of learning, you know, cut balls and stuff. And he pitched well. I think he had like a four nothing loss to some 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 good team. I, I I can't remember off the top of my head right now. But he looked, you know, he, he looked he looked almost unhittable at the NWA tournament. Um, but I think you're going to see a lot of that. That that's real exciting. That, that that's the kind of stuff you know we envisioned when we started this. Of you know, of this not just being hey a get together for you know 
45 players, you know, somewhat haphazardly, you know, strung over, you know, six, 15, 16 teams, but a, a real end to the season. And I think you're going to get that. I think you're going to get more of that as we see some of these other tournaments in leagues wrap up. Yep. It, it, like you said, started last week and it's just going to continue till we get to October 14th, 15th, and 16th in York, Pennsylvania. Yep. And right, we'll keep this one uh, short for our final, uh, for the final podcast here. So we'll be back, I guess, in October, probably with, probably with nothing but United Wiffle Talk um, uh, then, or at least, at least you know, three out of the four weeks or so. Um, but the rest of the uh, July season wraps up this week. Tim Dean is in tomorrow with his final July episode. And Tim and I will see everyone again in October.